Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. We're back outside, which brings the joy of the sun, but annoyingly it brings the annoyance of the guy with the leaf blower a couple of streets back. But anyway, get ready for a tough one today. That's what I'm going to, I'm going to preface this one with. We're doing the 40 minute push pace row again. What does that mean? Well, we're going to row 40 minutes and every four minutes we're going to go slightly faster. So your pace is going to start off at 2k plus 25 pace. If you don't know what I mean by 2k time, then row a two kilometer time trial as fast as you can, divide the result by four, and that gives you your average time to cover 500 meters in a 2k time trial. And that is your 2k training pace. So when I say do 2k plus 25, you take your 2k training pace and you go 25 seconds slower than that, okay? If your monitor shows you your current time to cover 500 meters, which is usually slash 500m, then that's what the pacing thing that I'm talking about. That's what you want to see on the screen, and that's how you, okay, right? we're fine with that. <laughs> There's a, a slower version of that to the description to this video. You can see it, you can read it and go, all right, that's what he meant when he was talking a million miles an hour. Anyway, the point is that this one is going to be at 2K plus 25 pace. That's where you're going to start. Now, when I came back to this today, we did it on week one. When I came back today, I looked at week one again, so I'm like, surely it wasn't 2K plus 25. That seems quite slow, but it was. And remembering how I felt at the end of that, um, when by these little two second in increases, I was down at 2K plus seven at that point, then it is spot on. But what I'm gonna say is this 2K plus 25 start, you're gonna feel is really slow and you're gonna want to go faster, but do not do it, okay? Remember this is over 40 minutes, so it's gonna be a long row anyway, and you're going progressively faster. And the point here is that you get used to going faster and faster and faster as you get through the workout, right? So it's not about going at 2K plus 15 for the first half hour and then going fast for the last 10 minutes. It's about progressively going faster through this workout. Okay, so please trust me and stick with me on this, all right? Stroke rate is up to you. I'm going to kind of tend to increase my stroke rate. I'm going to go 18, 18, 20, 20, 22 to 22 and whatever as we go through this. So you can follow me for stroke rate as well as for the pace, but I'll make sure and keep you right by telling you when we are going to change. Okay, right. <laughs> Let's get into a four minute warm up before I start talking even more. And we always start by setting up the machine. So go to your drag factor and set that to where you want it to be if you're on the Concept 2. I set mine to run about 115, but if you want an idea where to set yours, then do check out the video on this channel. If you're using a machine that isn't a Concept 2 or doesn't have drag factor on it, then just set the resistance that you have so that you get a good amount of kind of feeling from the stroke, but it doesn't feel like you're having to really lurch into it in order to get the flywheel moving. All right, next up, go to your monitor and if you can, set it at eye height. And finally, set your foot stretch or height so that the straps cover um, a point in your foot which will allow you to get forwards to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertical. Usually that means that the straps cover the balls of your feet, but you might want to play up or down a little bit just to see how your flexibility is, okay? Right, so our four minute warm up is going to start at 18 strokes a minute and the power you're going to put into it is going to be kind of the same as a body weight squat, okay? Because all we're going to do is work on timing for the first minute of this and then we increase pace a little bit and then, yeah, so shades on. Here we go then, four minute warm up in three, two, one, go. Now the timing of which I speak is about your feet pressing into the foot plates in order to generate power and then your hands with the handle picking up the flywheel or the water wheel or whatever it is that you use on your machine to generate power. So what you want to do is push with the feet at exactly the same time your handle connects to your machine, wherever, however it is, okay? If you push too soon with the feet, 
your butt will go scooting backwards. If you pull too soon with the handle, you'll find you get this weird kind of elbow bend that happens and your legs just won't be doing anything. They'll be an afterthought. And as being at least 60% of the power of your stroke needs to come from your legs, then it's really important to get this timing right. Right. So once you're happy that you are pushing with your feet at the same time the handle is picking up the flywheel, start to increase your pace a little bit. Maybe aim for 2k plus 20 pace. So that's 20 seconds slower than your 2k average. I'll just put in a little bit of power to get your heart rate up. Get your muscles moving a bit. That is when we're starting today's session at plus 25. You don't really need to be super warmed up to hit the ground running. Right, in three strokes time, we're going to put one foot on the ground. Here we go. Let's just hope my grass is dry. And continue rowing with just that one foot strapped in. Try to keep your body position the same through here. It's easy to over lean in at the front of the machine because you've only got one leg strapped in. It's also easy to not push from that one leg. But the point is you still push with your leg. Swap over onto your other leg. Continue rowing. It's always interesting to look at your pace and your power here to see if you are any faster or slower with one leg versus the other. Have you got an imbalance? Do you push more on one side? Okay, legs straight and then just continue rowing by using your back and arms. <clears throat> So you swing over your hips to pick up the flywheel with your back first and then you pull in with your arms. And then on the recovery, it's the opposite. You release your arms, you swing back over your back. This is really important. The power generation in your stroke. Okay, roll to the front of the machine with straight arms and a forward lean and just press out with your feet. Try to hold that forward lean and straight arms as you push out. So don't worry about how much power you're pushing out with. You're just working on your position and the timing of your foot press and the handle. Like how we started this warm up. Okay, we're gonna get two more. Yeah, we've got one more in here. Ta-da. That's the warm up done. Like I said, it's not a super High intense warm-up today because we're starting at a really slow effort anyway so we can then work our way up and get warmer as we go and trust me by the end of this you're gonna be warm so keep moving up and down the, the rail make sure and have a drink uh, and I'll explain one more time what it is we're doing today 
Okay then, so what we're doing today is a 40 minute roll. We're gonna be starting at 2K plus 25 pace and every four minutes we're gonna increase our pace by two seconds. Okay, so by the end of this, you should end up round about 2K plus seven pace if you can. Now, last time round, I was really struggling for that last four minutes to try and get up to that final 2K plus seven increase. Let's see how we all get on today. Are you going to do better? Are you going to do... Maybe this is the first time you've done it. So this will be the first test just to see how you get on with it. But this is an incredibly good session. Okay, this is a 40 minutes well spent on the rowing machine, if you ask me. So, like I said in the intro, the rather bloated intro, don't blow your pace too fast at the beginning. Just, it's going to feel easy. I'm going to do this at 18 strokes a minute I'm going to start at. And 2K plus 25 is going to feel almost like just breathing it's gonna be like no effort but as we get through this 40 minutes oh man it's gonna get tough okay but it's meant to be okay i'm not saying that in a bad way i'm just saying to you it's gonna be tough towards the end so you don't try and push it at the front okay enough caveats shall we get into this let's have one last drink i might get some cloud cover for this you ready okay in three two one now, like I said, I'm starting off 18 strokes per minute. And I think what I'm going to do is I'll go 18, 18, 20, 20, 22, 22, 24, 24, then 26, 28. That's the stroke rates that I'm going to cover through the range of this workout. By the time we get to the last eight minutes, you're going to need to use your stroke rate to get the pace up because the power from legs will start to fade. Or at least that's what happened to me last time. So I'm going to assume that's what's going to happen again. Right. So the great thing about rowing slowly, 18 strokes a minute and 2K plus 25, is that you have all the brain space in the world to think about how you're rowing. And today, I want to start off by just focusing on your posture first making sure as you come into the front of the machine that you're up on your sit bones, okay? I don't want your tailbone tucked under you because your hips are rolled backwards. So hips tilting forwards so that your body is leaning in towards the front of your machine into like a one o'clock angle. Then if you're up on your sit bones with a good primed, powerful posture, but not rigid, you're not, you're not a door. <laughs> That's why I'm saying primed, primed for the stroke. But, if you have that good posture, when you eventually do drive with your legs, 
the power can flow through your body efficiently and more importantly safely if you have a collapsed posture at the front of the machine as you drive into the stroke then a lot of the force that you're sending up from your legs travels through your lower back rather than just up through your posterior chain and almost bypassing your back. So watch out for that. If you suffer from a sore back when rowing, it's not the rowing machine's fault a lot of the time. It's actually your posture. The same goes for the back of the machine where you want a good braced core, still have your sit bones connected. You don't want to tuck your tailbone under you. Keep nice and powerful. Okay, our first increase is coming up after this stroke. So just two seconds faster. I'm gonna stay at the same stroke, right? Now my starting pace for 2K plus 25 was two minutes and 10. So that means I'm looking to be rowing the next four minutes at two minutes, eight seconds pace. So still three seconds slower than I would ordinarily be rowing 18 strokes a minute at. So still very gentle. This is almost like, you ever done a bleep test? Remember doing them at school? Where there was a beep and you ran to the end of the hall. And then a beep and you ran to the other end of the hall. And then it just got faster and faster when those beeps happened. So although you started off at a nice gentle pace, by the end of it, in order to make the wall before the next beep happened, you're at full sprint. And that's kind of what's happening today is that this is our walk in the park, which is fantastic because it's gonna give you a good chunk of time to just settle down, work on your posture, work on your flow. And also work out how to attenuate your power. Because I mean, two second increases aren't that big. It's not much of a extra push from your legs that you need in order to go from 2K plus 25 
to 2k plus 23. And so the control that this is teaching you for your body is really important. It's like I'm right now, I've decided I want to learn how to play the keyboards. I don't have a piano, so I'm saying keyboard. And there's loads of just scales. Do the C major scale, do the D major scale as I'm starting. And although it might not be teaching me much musically, it's teaching me the control of my hands. So that when it does come to wanting to hit specific keys or changing pace and stuff, I've developed the skill to be able to do that before trying to learn how to play Chopin. <laughs> Not that I'm going to learn how to play Chopin, but hey, you get me. Okay, one more stroke, then we're going to increase again. Now I'm going to up the rate to 20 now. So 2k plus 21 should be your pace, which at 20 strokes a minute for me, is still three seconds slower than the pace I would ordinarily be rowing 20 strokes a minute at. I'm starting to warm up and feel beads of sweat forming on my forehead. I certainly feel a bit more fluid on the machine coming in and out of the stroke. If I had any tightness and creaky muscles as I started this, that's all gone. It's now down to me to remain fluid through the rest of the row. The good news is we're about to, well, 30 odd seconds. We're gonna cross the 10 minute barrier. That's a fast 10 minutes, if you ask me. Don't worry if you're kind of trickling one second faster, one second slower. That's fine. <clears throat> what I don't really want to happen is you're like three or four seconds faster or slower. So just get used to the amount of push that you need to just increase your pace. And if you do find you're dropping by one second, just increase that leg push, or maybe have a quick check that it's not a technique thing. I still have this tendency right now to dip 
a kind of extra lean at the front of the machine. And I pretty much know that every time I drop a second in pace, it's because I'm doing it again. Quite handy training, really. Okay, less than a minute to go until our next change. If you're able to, just kind of try and reseat your backside a little bit on the seat. A little wriggle. We're coming up for 12 minutes in. There's a chance that your sit bones have been squashing the same part of your glutes for the past 12 minutes. Maybe it's getting a little bit tender. So just a little wriggle. Just lift up each butt cheek slightly. Reseat it. Can help. Okay, one more stroke. Let's increase again to 2K plus 19. Just a little bit more of a push from the legs. And notice how I'm saying this is all about increasing the push from the legs. I'm not saying that I want you to pull on the handle any harder, because that's not what rowing is about. Maybe no one's told you. Maybe you've been kept out of the secret club, but I'm here to let you in and say that rowing is actually a pushing sport where you push the machine away from you with your feet and then you hang off the handle as you push with the feet and it's only at the back of the stroke that you finally bend your elbows and push. Sorry, and pull. <laughs> what are you on about, Stevenson? Pull. Got push in the brain. So you push, pull. Push, pull. Push, pull. And the trick is that hang that I mentioned. And your hang is a combination of posture, which we've already covered, that forward lean into the front of the machine, which we've also covered. But then the last part is keeping your arms nice and straight as you push your feet into the machine. And that's the true 
way to hang off the handle. That forward lean and arms straight with your fingers hooked over the handle. You're not gripping it for dear life. You're not trying to kill it. It's not a poisonous snake. So you hook over with nice loose arms as you come forwards. Zombie arms. And what that means is that when you push with the legs and the power surges through your body, you're not fighting it with bent arms or tense muscles. You need to brace against the power as you push, but you're still not tense. Okay, a few more strokes. Then we're going up to another two seconds faster. And I'm gonna to go to 22 strokes per minute. Here we go. Pace should be 2K plus 17 right now. If you're sticking with the pace guide with me. And again, don't worry too much if you see one second faster or slower, especially on concept two. You never know if you're doing 202.6 and it's just rounding up. So if you see 203, just give an extra little shove from the legs. And the thing is that although you're not actively pulling with your arms, if you get your posture and position right, the more that you push with the legs, the more force you are sending through your body through your arms, into your hands, and then hooked into the handle. So you'll feel more <clears throat> tension, more power going into the machine without needing to actually think about pulling on the machine. And then because you get more force going in, when it does come to finishing the stroke by pulling the handle to a finish at run about sternum height, you'll just feel a little bit more juice coming out of it. You'll finish a little bit faster with the handle. And that helps with the stroke rate. 
Because remember, your stroke rate is a game of two halves. You get the drive phase, which because you are pushing a little bit harder with the feet and hanging off the handle with a bit more power, you should notice that the drive speed of your stroke increases as your stroke rate increases. But your recovery should also increase. So it's not about one over the other. It's about staying fluid and letting both halves of the stroke help each other. All right. 10 seconds time, we're gonna increase again. One more, here we go. I'm staying at 22, but this time 2K plus 15. We're halfway there. It's the Bon Jovi point. You would have thought, what was it, 86? That, that song came out. So that's been what? 35 years? You didn't maybe at least two quarters of the way there by now. Poor Bon Jovi. So, that recovery increases in relation to your drive. And that's helped by the speed you bring the handle in at and recover back out, release away from you. So the pace that you pull the handle into your chest at, that's the pace that you want to release it at. So in, out, nice rhythm, in, out. You're neither holding the handle against you and pausing at the back of the stroke, nor are you throwing it away from you in a jerky manner. It's all about rhythm. You're dancing with the machine. In, out. In, out. It's like a little shuffle step. And what that does is it gets the handle past your knees nice and quick, which triggers your forward lean back over your hips. So if you start with a forward lean, then it should go like saying, 
that you finish with a backward lean. But you want to get back into that forward lean as quickly and smoothly as possible. And so those hands away are what does that. So that ideally, by the time your hands have passed your knees, you're in that forward lean already. So all you need to do is bend your knees, slide to the front, and you're in the perfect position for the next stroke without having to think about, oh, when do I bend my back and things? Which is why I sometimes have that overlean if I don't set myself up right from the back of the stroke. Okay, two strokes, one more. And we're another two seconds faster. And I'm now increasing to 24 strokes a minute. 2K plus 14 now. No, 15. Hang on, where am I? Wait a minute, I've got to do maths. 2K plus 13. Yeah. Sorry about that. Should I have this written down somewhere? So we've got 13, 11, 9, 7. And we finish it. 2k plus 7. So right about now is when the effort level starts to be more evident. Those last 26 or 25 minutes are really setting you up for this last 15. And whether you're doing the 10K plan or not, what happens over the next 14 minutes is a great reflection of any hard row that you do where as you draw closer to the finish line you want to increase your speed and intensity made a lot easier by the fact you've got a ticking clock in front of you or if you're doing a distance 
you can see the meters counting down. But this is very much geared towards trying to make it feel like those closing stages and that you need to hold your power increase for a duration of time. We're not just talking a minute and a half sprint at the end of a 2k here as we hit 12 minutes to go it'll feel like the last 3k of a 10k time trial okay three strokes then up to 2k plus 11 remember power is both or speed is about stroke rate and power in the legs so that's why I've been doing 18, 18, 20, 20, 22, 22, 24, 24, is so you can work on the increase in speed, both with your stroke rate and leg drive but as we come in to the last eight minutes there'll be more a combination of both stroke rate increase and legs as it is <clears throat> I'm seeing 2k plus 12 more than I'm seeing 2k plus 11 right now that's better because I wasn't giving enough of a shove from my legs could also be a technique thing maybe I was rounding in my upper back because I wasn't setting myself up in the recovery properly but then you also want to make sure 
to not give yourself time for a power leak for the front of the machine either. So make sure to recover and then instantly turn it around. So slide, push. Try not to hover at the front of the machine. Because that's where your backside has time to escape from underneath you. Okay, eight more strokes and then kicking it up a notch again. Two seconds faster and two strokes a minute faster for me. Last one. Here we go. 2K plus nine. Now with less than eight minutes to go, this is the equivalent to 2K to go. Don't worry if you are not as fast as four minutes per kilometer. Or you're faster. It all evens out over this 40 minute workout. Keep it going. It's always nice when you get closer to five minutes to go. Five minutes is doable. And we're almost there. Come on, John. A little bit faster stroke rate. Here we go. I was languishing down at 25 strokes a minute. And as a result, only really tickling plus nine. It was mostly plus 10. Don't let fatigue get in the way of your stroke. Maintain a good posture. Carry on pushing with your legs. And make sure 
Those arms are straight and you're holding that forward lean as you drive with the legs. Five minutes to go. One minute left at this pace. And then just, well, for me, 112 strokes over four minutes. Don't think I'll be able to count and talk to you at the same time, but if you want, just listen to my voice and count in fours. Just one, two, three, four, reset. So here we go. Two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, and we're more than 30 seconds gone at this pace already. Come on. Remember that timing of the foot press and handle pickup. A minute gone, three to go. Try to at least hit 2K plus seven as we come in closer and closer to the finish line. Two and a half to go. Two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. All right, two minutes, 56 strokes. Now this is like the last 500 meters of your 10K. You're gonna to want to put in some element of a sprint. If you have lots in the tank, increase power 
first now while holding the same stroke rate a minute to go 28 strokes and then once you feel your power fade increase stroke rate if you want to sprint home I'm going to do that with 30 to go here we go keep your technique good just quicker drive harder push and a flowing recovery I'm at 2k pace come on Ah, I finished 137 Ooh, spicy now I don't know whether it's because uh, the sky was nice to me today and it was quite overcast whereas the last time I did it was in blistering sunshine yes Mr Seagull but that felt a lot better so I'm going to put it down to the training over the past three weeks have a drink I'll just load up two minute cooldown send workout to PM5 there we go you ready for this? 18 strokes per minute pace is up to you but I recommend around about 2k plus 30 okay three two one go what you're doing here is giving your body a chance to slide into recovery rather than just stopping and your body plummeting into recovery and plummeting is not a good thing <clears throat> so you work in your muscles to pump the blood through them get the carbon dioxide out of them get some oxygen in there gives you a chance to slow down and work on the rhythm of your breathing gives you a chance to remember what slow rowing was like after going monster fast well hello Julie my lovely wife has just returned from a row a row? a run got rowing in the mind she does exist ah I seem to have made a wasp friend go away now he's gone so if you have done 
the original 40 minute push pace already. I'd love to hear how that felt today compared to the last time round. I'd certainly say I hit 10 out of 10 last time round with about five minutes to go. My 28s were ruined. <laughs> that last four minutes was terrible. Whereas today, that's me done with the cooldown. Today, I'd say I only hit 10 out of 10 for maybe that last minute and a half. And at that point, you've got the endorphins like soaring through you because you're almost done. So 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10 for the last kind of minute and a half of a race is an odd thing. It's almost like you've given yourself 10 out of 12 instead. You're just giving yourself a little bit because you're, you're suddenly like, ah, I'm almost there. It's even more so if you're racing someone or if you're um, coming up on a PB or something and you're, you're really eager to kind of finish. Anyway, I didn't say stop and stretch and, and all that stuff. So stop and stretch and all that stuff. Um, don't just get up off the machine, walk away, stop the video and go, Pfft. make sure and stretch, pack up and whatever. Uh, that's why I talk at the end here rather than it just being going, ah, there you go. Thanks for the memories. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for all the fish. But yeah, so do let me know how you got on with that. I'm, like I say, when I was setting up today's row and I looked at the pace, I was like, oh, hang on, I remember this one. It starts off really easy and then it ends up being an absolute nightmare by the end. But actually, the nightmare didn't really <laughs> happen until uh, the closing stages of it. So, just to warn you, the next time round that we do this, you're going to start a little bit faster. So if you were doing this going, oh, this is really easy for the first 20 minutes or so, then for you folks, well, hey, we're going to start a little bit faster next time round. For those of you who properly hit 10 out of 10 in that one, then hopefully the training over the next few weeks will get you ready for it, okay? Um, I'm not going to do it in week five. I'm not going to go one, three, five. I'm going to skip a week and do it in week six um, just to make sure that you get enough more training before you hit the next time you do this round because there's going to be that little increase in pace, okay? It's important, so. I mean, listen, not to give the game away, but when it comes to making training plans, it's very easy in terms of you just undulate the intensity, okay? You have your the fitness building ones, you have the kind of tempo ones, and then you have the really top tier fast ones that exhaust you. And it's how you juggle the, the, those three intensities to make sure you've got enough recovery to, oh, is that wasp back? Enough recovery to go from session to session. And then the real trick comes, not that I'm saying I get it right, but the real trick comes from knowing how to change things very slightly to make it interesting, to make it slightly harder the next time round and all that kind of stuff. So that's, when you, when you look into a coach, that's what you're looking for most of the time is how they program their sessions, what they're going to take you through. Because most people do tend to follow the same undulating intensity thing. I mean, you do get some folks that will just do 80% bottom and then 20% top and they just completely skip the middle entirely. Um, or you get folks like me that do it this way around or whatever, but it comes down to what kind of sessions we're giving you, whether it's interesting or not. You'll get ones that just give you a 30 minutes or 20 strokes a minute all the time over and over and over again. Um, and don't really care about variety. Whereas I'd kind of rather try and keep things interesting for you because I know some people struggle with the 30-20s. So um, I wouldn't 
always want to pump them out. I still do. I mean, the recovery session that you're going to do after this one is going to be 30 minutes at 18 strokes a minute. Um, ooh, that's totally different. But um, So I still do them, but I just don't throw loads and loads of them at you every single week because I don't want you to be bored. And so that's maybe my chattiness and that kind of thing is what makes me different from other coaches. Who knows? Who knows? But hey, you came back anyway. You came and did the session. So let me know how you got on with it. Did you enjoy it? Do you want to do it again? Did you go faster? Would you rather I didn't talk the whole way through? In which case, just hit mute and put on your own music because I'm just going to carry on talking. So there we go. Um, all that's really left is to give you a hashtag to leave if you are going to leave a comment. I'm trying to think. It wasn't really a, a common theme to today. So should we just do push pace take two? Might as well, because take two of the push pace. Um, yeah, because it's a great session. It's worthwhile doing that one. And it proves to me that you got this far through the video. Right, I'm going to go before that wasp decides that he wants me for dinner. <laughs> um, you all stay safe. I'll see you in the next one. Be well. Bye-bye.